Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 53. Blogging, to niche or not to niche, by Jess Chua of innerlifegoals.com. And welcome to another edition of Optimal Startup Daily. I am your host and narrator, Dan, and I'm here every single day reading to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. Today, I've got a post from Jess Chua, who I'll tell you a little bit more about after the post. And I can't decide whether it's hard to believe that we've already hit Thanksgiving week or easy to believe since this has been such a weird year. Um, I was actually just thinking about this today, and one of the reasons why it's been such a weird year, for me at least, is that so many things have happened in the broader world with the virus and with politics and with everything else. And at the same time, though, every single day has felt kind of the same because my day-to-day activities have uh, been so reduced. So I'm not sure if anybody else is feeling that sort of disorientation, but just thought I'd share it today. So with that, let's get right to our post as we optimize your life. Blogging, To Niche or Not to Niche, by Jess Chua of innerlifegoals.com. Blogging has come a long way since it first entered the online space. If you've been around online marketing and blogging resources for some time, you've inevitably come across articles mentioning that you need to hone in on a blogging niche. Popular niches include personal growth, happiness, health and fitness, making money online, and beauty and lifestyle. Nat Eliason, who runs the SEO and content marketing company Growth Machine, has an interesting post on whether or not your blog needs a niche. Because what if your blog really doesn't need one? Blogging and personality. If you have a business blog, it makes sense to concentrate on a select number of niche topics. The topics would cater to your target audience and support business goals in terms of blog monetization. Initially, I sought to niche down for this blog, It took several twists and turns before I settled on a tips for introverts sort of niche. However, I've been giving it some thought over the past few weeks. I had a nagging feeling that I had gone a bit too narrow and wanted to inject more personality into the content and topics I'd be blogging about here. A kind soul recently commented on how my writing at the Optimal Living Daily blog had a quote, really nice writing style that was adaptable and sympathetic to the subject matter but also with the ability to inject a bit of personality when required, end quote. I find myself yearning for this aspect whenever I've tried to niche down too much on a personal blog. I suppose my new goal is to open up the topics a little bit and focus on having fun blogging and building a small audience first before grander future plans. I've always had a bunch of interconnected interests that I'd like to share with others. I don't want to have them under lock and key because they did not neatly fit into a niche or category. Previous blogging and writing experiences. In my early 20s, I wrote fiction in numerous genres under a pen name. It wasn't until I inadvertently started blogging in a socio-political niche that I really saw firsthand the power of correctly focusing on the right blogging niche. When you jump around too many niches, it becomes more difficult for you to establish yourself as an authority in a specific niche. At the same time, I found that I couldn't bring myself to do it in terms of commercial fiction. Maybe sometime in the future, if and when I am drawn towards committing to a certain genre. 
Until then, I'm happy spending more time in the nonfiction realm when it comes to writing. The main thing I enjoyed with not settling on a niche was the ability for different forms of creative exploration and expression. But I have to say, it was no match for the thrill in succeeding with connecting with others through a dedicated niche. Perhaps a balanced approach is best, where there's room for some creativity within an overall structure. Above all, the human connection is what I usually think about when it comes to my motives for blogging. Aside from stylistic elements of both prose and blog design, the main purpose at the end of the day is to connect with readers. Pros and cons of selecting a blogging niche. Pros of keeping to a blog niche include, one, it streamlines your branding and messaging. You have a clearly defined target audience and can easily organize their needs and pain points. Two, it brings cohesion to the monetization aspect. If you're selling products or services, your niche blog posts naturally tie into the subject matter of what you have for sale. This also translates to your SEO and content marketing strategy. And three, it's possibly easier to replicate a similar route or structure for success. Being in a specific niche allows you to study what works and what doesn't for competitors in the same niche. And now for some cons of keeping to a blog niche. One, it's harder to stand out. When there's more competition, you've got to consistently think of what sets your blog apart. What do you do that's different or better than similar blogs? This is a question you have to ask yourself no matter what niche you're in, but it becomes more crucial when there are more people doing the same thing. Two, boredom and running out of ideas. This is a big one for me as I like to feel engaged during the writing process. If I feel stifled by regulations, that's usually not a good thing. I also like having some leeway for creative expression on a blog. I would become quite miserable if I felt like I was rehashing popular content already out there. And three, you end up writing for SEO algorithms instead of humans. Reddit has a thread on how content marketing is ruining our ability to learn online. SEO-optimized content is part of any blogging strategy, though I appreciate the thought-provoking pieces that go beyond listicle format articles. The aforementioned Reddit link mentioned the book Perennial Seller by Ryan Holiday, whose posts are narrated on the podcast that I write and edit for. I've ordered a copy of the book as it talks about working on projects that have longevity. Choosing not to niche. At this point in time, I'm choosing not to stick to just one topic on this blog. I'd love to blog in favor of things I like, like books, tea, astrology, and a number of my other mostly introvert-friendly interests. I like to feel engaged, happy, and inspired when I blog, because how something is expressed can sometimes be more memorable than what actually is expressed. Life is a journey. I'd like my blogging and writing to reflect this. I first bought this domain several years ago with the intent to have some room to explore and adapt the blog content. If I had chosen a more niche-focused URL, I'd have to commit to sticking to just that topic. I'd probably feel listless after a number of years. The process of selecting a niche can be a frustrating conundrum. If you're beginning to feel stuck and uninspired with blogging, take a look at how you could incorporate interconnected topics. You want blogging to be an uplifting activity that you look forward to instead of associating it with solely technical factors and awful drudgery. You just listened to the post titled Blogging to Niche or Not to Niche by Jess Chua of innerlifegoals.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And a big thanks to Jess, who is actually a member of the team here at Optimal Living Daily, and uh, she writes about a wide variety of topics, often on our site, which is oldpodcast.com. You can also come by her site, innerlifegoals.com, for a lot more great content from Jess. And she's also narrated across a few of our shows here. So to find all the topics we cover in podcast form, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this, and all of our shows should pop right up there for you and you can subscribe for free from there to get episodes delivered automatically. And that should do it for today. Thank you so much for being here and listening all the way through, and I'll be back with you tomorrow for the Monday show, where your optimal life awaits.